0: Hello and welcome. To show some respect, Tom Whitcomb is talking. Welcome back. Another beautiful Thursday for me, a Tuesday for you maybe, or maybe you 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 wait a little bit later in the week. Maybe you wait until a Thursday too when you really feel like you need it just to get through the last few backbreaking days of whatever horrible career you found yourself in. And maybe you think, no, Tom, I love my job, and I'm sure you think that. I'm sure you truly believe what you do is important and special. I was in a work meeting the other day, and one of my colleagues uh, said this out loud. At a time, we'd been there an hour early for work, been there late the night before, and she said this, I am so excited. Are you? Are you really? Perhaps you should pause and reflect on that. You're excited for this marketing meeting? That brings joy. Am I being overly cynical? Obviously. That's my job. No, it isn't. My job is advertising. My jo- I would love my job to be being overly cynical, but I do that pro bono. I do it pro bono on a podcast once a week and on stage four nights a week. Uh, and occasionally someone throws me $25. But c'est la vie. That's the way things are. I've been having more drama with my downstairs house neighbor. You know that phrase, house neighbor. Maybe this is why I don't get paid to do this. But hey, I'm not going to drag her name through the mud here any more than I already have. But just know this. Uh, I have to write jokes for Neil Dan and Friends or Comedy Untamed tonight. And the topic is roast cat people. And she is inspiring every single one of them. And she doesn't even have a cat. She just has big cat person energy. She's 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 got big Carolyn. What was her name? The Tiger King chick. Carol, Carol Baskin, big Carol Baskin energy. Just a fucking nutcase. But at least Carol, ba- Carol Baskin had some charisma to her. This piece. Uh, do not get me started. Do not get me started. <sighs> i got some exciting news for you fans that are outside of Sydney. I don't know how you managed to find out about me or uh, the world of podcasting. But for those of you who aren't in the big smoke of Sydney and ignore the fact I criticised you for not living here. Because uh, I'm about to ask you to spend money on me. I'm coming. I'm coming on tour. Now, is on tour a big, big, big term for an hour drive to Wollongong? Possibly. I'm coming on tour, but I'm not sending uh, a single night in another bed. I'm going. That's not true. I'm spending one night. Uh, here we go. Here, here are the dates. I'm coming to Wollongong, Newcastle, and Brisbane. The classic trifecta, the triathlon. Everyone does it. Wollongong, Newcastle, Brisbane, making my way up the east coast of Australia, but in a very odd order. Actually, no, I'm doing it. Uh, no, yeah, no, I am. I am. I'm, I'm going past Newcastle. I'm coming back. Here's what we're doing. We're doing Saturday, the 3rd of September in Wollongong, Thursday, the 15th of September in Brisbane, and eighteenth, the Sunday, the 18th of September in Newcastle. I'll be in your city. Come along. Bring 29 to 34 friends would be ideal because I'm going to need all the support I can get and I'm going to say just statistically that there might be one of you from each of those cities listening. And if it's you, I need you more than words can convey. I, I, I need you so badly. Please don't make me spend thousands of dollars on Google Ads to perform to 10 people. When you look around the crowd and think, wow, I paid each of you to be here. Everyone's losing money tonight. F- Facebook are the only people making money out of this gig because of my blind optimism. Don't make me do that. Let's go organic. Let's go organic advertising, organic marketing. I'm just going to post reels and hope that that convinces enough people to come and spend $25. So please come along. I would love to see you there. This is my uh, comedy festival show that I did earlier in the year. It's called Ignorant. I'm very, very proud of it. These are the last times I'll be performing them live. So Wollongong, Newcastle, Brisbane, not in that order. I'll put all the dates up on my uh, on my Instagram, my bio. You'll be able to see it there. But please, I would love for you to come along. I think I might have some merch that I'm going to start. So I've had, I've had a box of t-shirts with the logo for this podcast printed on them for literally months now. And I'm too afraid to tell anyone. That I have them. Right now, I just have, I'm, I'm, ho- I'm, I'm hoarding them. Like some kind of wine collector, thinking they're going to appreciate and value. And they might, to be honest. We're getting more people listening to the podcast. Welcome. If it's your first time, I don't spend the whole time trying to spruik stuff to you. I promise. There is some entertainment in here as well. But for now, buy things. Buy as many things as you can from me. Really do your best to, uh, you know, subsidize my lifestyle help me quit my job unless uh, a coworker is listening in which case i love working with you and for you but uh if none of you are listening it's 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 crushing my soul every day it is just slowly eating away at me it's 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 so it's so sad how can you be so lonely with 300 people around you i don't understand no that's just satire or is it who knows it's very layered. This podcast. It is what you make of it. It's like a raw shark test. Thanks for tuning in. It's been a it's it's been an up and down week. If I'm honest, it's had its moments. It's had its highs. It's had its lows. Uh, most of the lows happened before five thirty. Hope most of the highs happen after seven. Who knows what that could mean? Who knows what what could that possibly be referring to? That I'm that I'm sad from nine till five thirty, and I'm happy from five thirty five onwards. What could that? I'm I'm making this seem worse than it is. I'm just uh, for, since I started work, of my team of 7, 5 have left. I feel like the band on the Titanic, except they haven't come to terms with the fact it's sinking. At least the band on the Titanic knew. They weren't thinking like, oh, they, it's the band on the Titanic, they you know, I'm more kind of like I'm more kind of like that guy who who stays seated in the plane uh, long after his row and every row behind him has left. Well, I will I'll, I'll at, at some stage they will force me to get off. But for now I'm happy just to sit. I'm not going to rock the boat so to speak, to confuse metaphors. Uh, had a had a had a bit of a had a bit of a, a rough one yesterday. Uh saw a comment on YouTube that ruined my day. A, a comment on one of my podcast clips just just totally set me for six. Ruined my day entirely. That's how fragile that I am. I uh, I, I post this uh, I post this podcast on YouTube purely just as another way to get it. If if you listen to your podcast on YouTube, you know. Don't get me wrong. the The video quality is poor. There are no angles. There is no visual element to the podcast really whatsoever. And yet, I persevere and uh, routinely max out the the storage space on my iPhone so that you can see my face as I, as I say these things. Uh, and the, the problem with YouTube, as opposed to podcasting, is it's very easy for people to tell me that uh, I'm a piece of shit. And I don't know if you've uh, experienced being called a piece of shit before. It does hurt. It does hurt. For someone who spends most of his creative life uh, hanging shit on everything and everyone around him, uh, I personally can dish it out, but can't take it. I can't take it at all. If uh, if if you were thinking about giving it to me, um, please please don't. It takes it it takes a real toll. It really. This is this is this is what it said. I'll read it out to you. I'll revisit this trauma. Hell, for you guys, anything. So it's on my YouTube. Uh, it's on my YouTube here now. You would think it might be disparaging enough. Just, just enough disheartening to see 31 views on this thing. That's 31 views, uh, and uh, the, the comment said, I'm enraptured. Who is this for? Why release it at all? Retelling Frenchie's average joke from the night you bombed? Telling us how rich you are? I'm fascinated. Now, that was really quite hurtful. Uh, it really, really got to the heart of it, because I think... The, the the best forms of abuse always have a, a layer of truth and it's hard to deny it when it's so publicly not being consumed, the content that I'm making. And I really did. it. It really made me rethink some things. It made me question some of my career choices. It made me think, why do I even bother at all? And you might be thinking, well, Tom, that's exactly what he wants you to think. That's exactly what he intended to achieve. And I agree. He's very good. He's very, very good at this. I wish he had half the respect for my comedy that I have for his online trolling. Because it was effective. He was just posting something to hurt my feelings. Objective attained. He nailed it kicked a goal it was unbelievable he had me questioning every life choice i've ever made now granted he's an expert he's been making his parents feel like that his entire life and yet and yet i st- i can't i can't and you know you you read these things and your instinct is to go huh oh, what a what a you almost you almost you almost smirk that's pretty cheeky that's pretty, cheeky. That's pretty funny uh, and, and that's because usually when you see these comments They're directed at somebody else And then I, had the, I, I almost had that moment of recollection of, Oh wait, he's talking about me Oh, I don't like this at all And then you think, I know what I'll do I'll clap back with a funny reply And that'll make me feel better And so I said, hey, I guess I gave you something To distract you from your miserable life for 25 seconds So, I don't know whether I really nailed it to be honest. I felt good at the time, but you know what else I did was then spend the rest of the day refreshing the page, waiting for him to clap back. He didn't feel it to be necessary. That's another point for him. I don't know if you're keeping score. It's 2-0. That is 2-0. It's pretty comprehensive. This is the thing. Internet comments, hurtful internet comments are so painful. Anybody who has ever released something online that isn't just like, hey, uh, I, I want my friends to see this you know, where it isn't just a photo of you at a wedding with a thousand women underneath saying slay queen. I'm, I'm, I'm framing this as if I have any female listeners uh, who have Instagram, and that's obviously not the case. The only female listener I think listening is my mother who does not have Instagram. But you know what I mean. If you're just posting something that you've put little to no effort into, if you're just documenting your life for your friends, no one feels the need to say, hey, this dress looks like shit, or you're an ugly whore. That very rarely happens. But yet, when you want to share your creative pursuits with the world in a way that you maybe you would think, well, I'd like to make a career of this one day, buckle up for some abuse. And you've brought it on yourself. This is what you get for trying to entertain people for free. This, this is what you get for trying to bring a smile to someone's face, unpaid or unasked. You get attacked. You get attacked from some guy on the internet you never knew or wanted to know. And he attacks you for making something that he didn't like. And I say he, I could say he or she, but we'd know I'd be lying. It's fucking dudes, isn't it? It's miserable, sad, lonely dudes doing this stuff. Miserable, sad, lonely dudes trying to create more miserable, sad, lonely people. And look they're nailing it. 9 times out of 10 they're kicking goals. It's 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 impressive. The strike rate is something to behold. And every I mean, I'm coming from a community of stand-up comedians, which is the worst one by the way. Cuz when you try to make someone laugh and you fail, they get so fucking angry. I don't it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And I'm not immune to it. Do you know how much I hate the Big Bang theory? I don't feel that way about any other genre of TV show. I have no strong feelings about NCIS. I'm not like, that show's a piece of shit. I didn't feel suspenseful once. Never happens. But if a, if, if a, if a show makes a terrible joke, and I kind of get it. You know, oh, no, I totally get it. I've been at work in like business meetings. Business meetings. When am I, a child? Vincent Adult Man from BoJack Horseman. I've been in meetings at my business and someone makes a shitty, a, a shitty boomer joke and everybody chuckles and the rage is real. You better believe if there was a comment thread, I would have been leaving some abusive anonymous comments for whoever tried to make me laugh in that situation. So I'm not better than it. But also I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't go out seeking to attack. Can you tell how much this has gotten to me? Can you tell how how I mean this is this is a tweet. This is tweet length. By the way, one of his comments has twice as many likes as my video. Do you know how hurtful that is? I can't even see who liked it. It might be him and his other account. And this is the other thing, you go to his profile. Is is there any is there any identifiable information? No. Of course not. This fucking coward. He doesn't have any videos. He's got nothing out there to judge. Piece of shit. So if you are listening, L Pated. Uh, who, if, if you are tuning in This is the other thing All of his heckles All of his attacks to me Related to very different parts of the video Like he he watched a significant amount of it He did his research On what he was going to hate Before he attacked me Alternatively, I could look at it He gave me a really good shot He was like, well this hasn't been to my liking so far But I'll, I'll I'm going to stick by it And really give it a fair go Before I uh, make this guy hate himself. If you are listening, Elpated, what are you doing? You know you hate it. Why are you still here? Are you this, this? This is what you wanted, wasn't it? This is what you wanted the whole time. Maybe this is a good marketing strategy for me. Maybe if I bite at every abusive comment, I'm going to attract. That's a good, you know, because one way to get into the algorithm in a really strong way is to to stimulate. Conversation to get people commenting, like that's something the algorithm really likes. So maybe if I make it clear to online trolls how much their abuse affects me, I will attract them like a fly to honey until my comment section is just awash with abusive comments that damage my soul. But those views, those views will be high. The view to like ratio, very low. But the views, there will be a lot of views. This is, why, this is why I'm so glad I'm not a woman. Because women, uh, women cop this abuse online for no reason. Like I, I, can Don't get me wrong. Hurt my feelings. But I can handle a guy saying my podcast is boring and pointless. Because he might be right. But if I was Abby Chatfield getting called an ugly slut on Instagram every day by some guy who's never felt the touch of a woman... That would be really hard. Like, I, I've i had some hurtful comments on my TikTok, but not a single rape threat. And if I did, I think I would find it kind of funny. I don't think women have that luxury. Just another form of inequity and inequality. But, you know, oh no, I can't. I, I was going to do the other side of it. I can't do the other side of it. It hurts so much. Guys, it hurts so much. I remember a friend of mine uh, made some misguided comment about lockout laws like 10 years ago when they first came into Sydney one of his friends was a club promoter and he was saying yeah, they weren't really that big a deal he just got attacked by like 25 DJs that's got to suck that's that's got to because DJs as reprehensible as they are as human beings they do have they do attract quite a following they're the electrical panpipers of uh of, of 2022 and 2012 when this happened and god just a, attack after attack after attack just just a real a real verbal assault gangbang on this guy just just a bukkake but they're just shooting loads of personal attacks but i made myself feel better i did the thing that we all do uh, when when these things hurt our feelings, I watched a video of Joe Rogan talking about haters, and uh, that was more effective than I would like to admit, to be honest. And in fact, I'm going to play you a little bit of it right now, just in case you you maybe you empathize with my vitriol. Maybe this will help. Let's let's see. What do you think? fat slob sitting there eating cheetos farting into their hands people that just want to hurt your feelings yeah. because they suck and their life is <laughs> terrible it's <laughs> terrible I've never met a hater that's doing great like there's no no haters that are like man my fucking life is awesome but you know what i like doing i like going on youtube and i just go make comments that are just trying to hurt someone's feeling this this meant so much to me those people are all just losers just l- fucking losers look you how, how self-assured no joe reagan is it. That's all they are—the the haters that you're dealing with online. They just, there's a lot. Look, life is fucking complicated. It's hard to get right. It For losers, hard. life is impossible. It's impossible, and so they go through life just angry and depressed and sad and failing at everything they I do. I think he really means they this. still have a phone. Are they, they still him? have a laptop? Why are they angry at you? Because mm-hmm. they're angry at life. Because life has fucked them in the ass. That's why they're angry. Oh yeah that was uh oh, even then that felt good that just joe rogan oh you know we've had some some complicated times with joe rogan over the last couple of years it's it's been bumpy but oh that made me feel so good it just it just it really joe rogan this is the thing okay so joe rogan i'm i don't listen to much joe rogan these days but from 2011 to 2015, I was a jiu-jitsu blue belt with a fascination for psychedelics and stand-up comedy. Can you guess where I got my personality from? Three guesses. I had some very strong feelings about uh, about evolutionary biology and Neil deGrasse Tyson in 2014. That's that's where my life was going. and And who do I have to thank for that? Host of Fear Factor and UFC color commentator Joe Rogan. And... Joe Rogan, you gotta understand, you gotta understand if you are one of these people who like really hates what Joe Rogan is and what he stands for, at his heart, Joe Rogan was the 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 dad we all wish we had. It's the dad who was still stoic and strong and could still beat up your dad, but would also tell you that he loves you from time to time. Now, obviously we know those dads don't exist in the real world. Those dads are an act of fiction. Uh, I think J.R.R. Tolkien was going to build a whole Lord of the Rings-style universe around those kind of dads and what kind of fantasy land that would be like. If we all had those dads, could you imagine the world we would live in? It'd be a utopia. Unfortunately, we have dads on either side of that spectrum. We have dads who will either uh, be totally stoic, you'll never see them cry, they'll be so strong, Um, but you will never really know how they feel about you. Or... Uh, dads who are so over the top emotional, you kind of want to slap them. If only we could find somewhere in the middle. Could I be that dad? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm uh, maybe for maybe for a daughter. Maybe for a daughter. I keep I'm doing this joke on stage at the moment. I want to have a daughter, so I don't have a child I have to withhold affection from. Because you got to show you got to show love and attention to your daughter. Your son has to earn it. Your son has to work hard for that. You don't just get handed positive feelings, okay? Those don't just come to you for no reason, all right? I'm going to need to see some kind of test. I'm going to see some kind of test result or medal, trophy, and it is going to be relative to your peers. There can only be one winner. Uh. But Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan was that to us. And yes, he has become something of a parody of himself. But oh my God. I mean, you heard the man. You heard the man. You, you've, you, you, you might even hear the difference in my personal outlook just having watched that one minute clip. Oh, what a guy. What a guy. It's so annoying that I feel guilty about liking Joe Rogan. If you're one of the people who's made me feel that way, fuck you. Seriously, these are the same people who make men afraid to admit they loved entourage. We all loved entourage, okay? If you're a man who didn't love entourage, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know whether man is the best descriptor. It was tits, fast cars, fame and celebrity. Like, What was not to like? I just don't. I mean, okay, you, you, maybe, maybe Ari Gold's repeated homophobic jokes at the expense of his assistant. If you were a, if you were an LGBT man, I could get that. If you're, if you're a straight guy, here we, this is better. If you are a straight guy who didn't like Entourage, what one of those, one of those, one of those descriptors is a lie. Straight guy. Didn't like entourage. There's a there is a miscommunication in there something somewhere. You are keeping something close to your chest. Um, but yeah, I feel like I've, I've, there was just a moment when I was like 21 when I started listening to some people talk about entourage. I'm like, am I am I meant to am I meant to not admit liking this anymore? Am I am I meant to pretend that I don't wish I was E every day? Am I meant to act as if I don't want Vince Turtle and Johnny Bravo to be my best friends? Because I would just be lying to you and myself to say that. <sighs> Have you guys seen this thing going around at the moment? I don't know whether it's... It came up on my TikTok. I don't know what you guys... I, I fall in and out of TikTok. TikTok is like an antidepressant to me. In Well, in that its effectiveness is questionable. However, I do turn to it when I'm depressed. Uh which I don't know if you can tell from the general vibe of this podcast is is kind of all the time. I mean, really, this Joe Rogan video I found on YouTube, just a self-imposed TikTok, because I only wanted to listen to 60 seconds of it, and unfortunately it wasn't landscape, so I didn't get the full full experience. Uh, but this thing came up the other day of Harry Styles' X Factor audition. I don't know if this is like a thing that's doing the rounds at the moment. I thought maybe, I think it's just come out. So this has come out on 30th of July. It's like the extended cut. It's the full thing. So I don't know whether the, the original footage was cut out. And if it was, for very good reason, as we'll soon. I'll play it in a sec. Here's the thing. Harry Styles comes on stage. He's fucking adorable. He looks, I mean, he's, apart from that beautiful quiff of hair, he's pretty much hairless no matter what age he is. He is as smooth as you could possibly imagine, smooth like a baby dolphin. He's bright-eyed, he's got charisma. They do this whole kind of interview before and he talks about being working in a bakery. He's got this very like disarming northern english accent. I don't know where he's from. Where is where is this is bad podcasting. Harry Styles from. There we go. He is from Redditch. Where is Redditch? Birmingham. Okay, so it's not really north. It's north London. It's kind of halfway. It's, 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 it's up there. It's kind of middle England. Midlands? Is that the Midlands? We'll say the Midlands. He's got, it's, but it's very, it's very sweet. It's very charming. He talks about working at the bakery, and people laugh despite there being no jokes really at all. He just kind of talks, and because he's cute, people go with it. Now, you will notice if you watch it very carefully, Simon Cowell turns and gives a look to whoever the fuck the other judge was. you know how on X Factor, America's got talent, Britain's got talent? I mean, America less so. But on these shows, there's just at least half of the cast, you're going to be like, who's this person again? The best known, like their name carries no weight at all. It's only their credits. Like That is one of the Spice Girls. Which one? We have no idea. Definitely not scary. That's all we can say for sure. And... He turns to him and he's got his look in his eye as he sees Harry. And it's his very specific look. It's something that you you can't communicate out loud. And not because there aren't words for it, uh, but because those words will get you chased out of any major city. And that look says this. uh, I know that this guy is not old enough to learn to drive yet, but a lot of people are going to want to fuck him. And I don't mean in a few years. I mean right now. We, we have found a young man and I use the term man for legal purposes because let's be honest, boy. We have found a young man who both teenage girls and their mothers are going to drip for. And I apologize to my mother for that last line. We have found a man who is going to cross generations, who's going to bring women out of menopause. That is how attractive he is. Now, granted. Is he allowed to travel without a guardian? No, no, technically not. But he's going to have a long career ahead of him. And what Simon Cal really means when he says that is, cha-ching, Simon Cowell is like, like Walt Disney's Goofy in that dollar signs appeared in both of his eyes for just a split second. And he's right. He is so right. Harry Styles is a natural star. You can tell this kid is going to be such a big deal. Until he opens his mouth and does this. What are you going to sing? I'm going to sing Hey song. Solstice to by Train. Well, Lulu's going to be happy. It's his I love that song. Son. No, I love that song, Harry. That's my favourite song on the charts. I have no idea who Lulu is. But apparently Lulu is a great judge of talent. I love that song. Me too. Train. hey so sister ain't that mr mr on the radio stereo the way you move in fair you know. hey so sister i don't wanna miss a single thing with you tonight truly awful truly truly awful did anyone know this did anyone know how bad Harry Styles' first X Factor audition was? Because I had no clue. I I totally baffled. Now, does Simon Cow kick this kick this young cash cow to the curb? Absolutely not. Because Simon Cow thinks and knows, as a music producer and executive, Simon Cowell knows that musical talent, that comes and goes hot 15 year olds that's forever being attractive is an appreciating asset for a man uh you know obviously if, if it's if it was a woman something else like well she's 15 so we have 15 years to make it out to make some money out of this woman uh how long is it going to take to teach her to sing There's probably an Excel spreadsheet that he has to put into to work out the cash return on any woman relative of how attractive she is compared to how little talent she has. But Harry Styles is so cute, and when I say cute, I mean hot, that they give him a second go, which just goes to show if you are hot and young and white enough, there is nothing Simon Cowell can't do for you. Yeah. I don't know whether it's the track that's throwing you, but yeah. can I hear something just you without any music? I'll do. I will don't know if you guys remember Simon Cowell, uh, but being gracious was never one of his famous attributes. Simon Cowell's two favourite things were making money and making young people cry. And yet young Harry Styles comes on, does a horrendous rendition of an equally horrendous song. Hey, Soul Sister is one of those songs that I think I listened to a lot, but only in privacy. Even right now, I, I I, don't know if I still like... I think I... You know those things that you watch but with a deep sense of shame. The things you watch and you listen Those, I think they... What do they call them? Secret... Oh, what? What is the term? Guilty, guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures. Mostly guilt. A little pleasure. But the pleasure is diminished isn't she lovely by stevie wonder okay good luck (laughs) isn't she lovely what just happened what happened to that child did they swap him out for a different one did they turn on the auto tune i have no idea isn't she wonderful and that'll do and that'll do, Harry Styles. Two bars of Stevie Wonder. You've just earned yourself a lifetime of huge amounts of money. And uh, how do I feel about that? I don't know. Why did I bring this up in the first place? Who's to say? Is it because I thought maybe this would be a trend I could latch onto? We'll find out. We'll find out why I was wrong. And then old mate El Pated will attack me on YouTube yet again. And the cycle will continue. But, hey, I think there we go. That's 30-something minutes. That counts. That's what I'm here to do. Thank you so much for checking in once again. It's been good to have you here. Thanks for, listening to me, uh, thanks for listening to me rant about my feelings for a long time, you know, because a psychologist costs money, but a podcast is free for all involved. So I hope you had a good time. I hope I've given you a little peek behind the curtain of what it's like being an unsuccessful stand-up comedian, as I intend to do in every week that I, uh, I come to you live on Show Some Respect. Tom Whitcomb is talking. Hey, next week I'm off to London. I'm spending a week in London, a week at Edinburgh for the Fringe Festival. So hopefully I've got to work out, I've got to get myself like a little micro USB uh, microphone or whatever. But uh, hopefully I'll be coming at you live from the other side of the world. And when I say live, I mean recorded and heavily edited. And uh, yeah, it's kind of it. That's all I've got to tell you. So until next time, have a fantastic week. And uh, look, I'll see you again soon. Want to show some respect? Tom Whitcomb is talking. Hey, get tickets. Wollongong, Newcastle, Brisbane. Come along. September. It's going to be great. Hopefully I'll see you there. Until next time, see ya.